they're, they're the guys that are going to they're gonna say, okay, this is a bunch of bullshit. You guys need to get your shit together. Ah, oh, hi, welcome to War of the Bay. I am Kyle. I am Nick. Uh, and yeah, as we were saying, we have Marquise Johns, Anthony uh, at, Strike Twice. at Strike Twice TB, and Derek Chorpel of the Oversell Podcast on uh, Mixler. I know, I know Anthony's last name, but I don't know if he wants me to like, say it over the internet where like everybody can hear it whatever find him on at strike twice and ask him yourself so we might have new listeners because nick got his wedding ring retweeted by the official lightning account (laughs) oh shit (laughs) that was cool that was awesome um i knew knew they would i was like oh man how's he not tagging uh tampa bay lighting in this well i don't know i'm still very very you're new to i'm very green on twitter yeah i knew that that like they'd jump all over that Especially, I don't know who's running their social media these days. Anthony, do you know, do you know who's running uh, the uh, Lightning social media since Katie left? Is it? It's got. I know it's somebody new, but like I'm just wondering who it is. I wonder if it's like a. Well, whatever they are, they have great taste in rings. They do. <laughs> Fantastic taste in wedding rings. Uh, top notch. Although that guy that was like, oh yeah, mine doesn't come <laughs> off when my team loses. Like, like, like he quoted team. Like, <laughs> so are you saying that your team isn't a real team, or that our team isn't a real yeah, team? Yeah. Are you questioning the fact that Tempe Lightning is a team? Yeah. What, what are you getting at there, bud? It's, it's like I don't know. I don't understand. I think you need to like brush up on like how one would use quotation marks. Like this. Doesn't make a whole I, lot I of don't, sense. I don't take mine off either, being that it's a wedding band. You know. Yeah. But whatever. Oh, well. I think, <laughs> didn't, he, didn't he say, like, some point, well, my wife's hotter, my team's better. And it's like, okay, bro. I don't cool know. story. I mean, I gotta, as Jonathan would say, I know a guy who's an yeah. expert in cool <laughs> stories. I'm going to run this one by him. I'm going to sure he, he thinks it's cool, but I think he's got a pretty good shot. I think he's got a pretty good shot. <laughs> um, so welcome everybody to the the show today. There's a lot. There's a whole hell of a lot to talk about. A lot yeah. of shit went down prior, this week. prior to uh, prior to tonight's meeting. Little little pre pre show meeting. Kyle's like, I, I don't even think we need we need this. I'm just going to talk because we've got a lot to talk about. Yeah. And for the first time in a little bit, we've got news in all three spectrums of the Tampa Bay sports. You hey, you're right. Yeah. There's a lot of shit that's baseball has creeped back in. Yeah. There's some news. So uh, do you want to get into that right now? Yeah, let's dive yeah, into I that. I do want to get into that because that was like that, that's fresh on my mind. So David Price, for those that don't know, seven breaking years, news. So breaking news. Well, you heard it here first. Word of the Bay. Nobody like confirmed. I have confirmed it up till now. It has not been confirmed. Yeah. David Price, seven years, two hundred twenty or two hundred seventeen million dollars to be a fucking asshole. A Red Sox to be a Red Sox. So Nick, uh, your thoughts? Um, I think he pulled a CC. I feel like, I mean, in an indirect way, because Crawford went straight from Rays to Red Sox. Right. Um, but I forget who it was on Twitter made a, a really valid point. He's he's gonna be miserable there. They're gonna he's gonna go there and it's gonna be like fix it, David Price, help us. And he's proven been he's not been able to be that guy. No, he he is that guy. No, he's, he's not. He was not that guy in Detroit because they had Verlander. He was second in Cy Young voting last year. I mean, he was he was dominant. Eighteen and two. I think he was what like eighteen in uh, in the regular season. But he had like a okay, sure. Yeah. Oh well, well. Yeah. That. Yeah. I think it's. <laughs> this is an easier pill for me to swallow because he's already been on a division rival. You're team. right. He's already been on the Tigers for a, a year and a half. So it's kind of like, uh, go get your money. Uh, man. I feel. I feel better about the situation than Carl Crawford in the sense yeah. that like he's like three times removed a Ray. Yeah, I've already. I've already come to terms with him not being a Ray and seeing him on other teams. That being said, like I'm not. I'm not too. It, uh, Marquise is correcting us here. Is uh, t- 
217 million, as you said. I said 72 million. I thought I wasn't yeah. sure. But <laughs> I, I thought that, like, it's, it's like, okay, I'm not, I'm not so, so much opposed to him being, like, on the Red Sox team, it's just that Red Sox fans can now claim him as their pitcher. It's like, oh god, okay, yeah. <laughs> we just gave the assholes a shiny new thing. There they are. Oh, oh yeah, we don't have any fans. Our, t- our stadium sucks. He's so happy to be playing at Fenway. Yeah, 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 yeah. I saw that article. It's just like he's never bashed. So it's like someone on our Tampa Bay Rays said, "Well, he's never bashed us." And then somebody posted an article about like what it's like to play in, in front of nine thousand people. That was our good friend, actually, a, a friend of a friend of mine on Twitter, Ryan Adam. I think it's Ryan Adams. I think it is. He he, he said something akin to to you know to that. Yeah, yeah. something akin to that, which is well, yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm happy for. I'm honestly I'm happy for the guy. Like I think. I he is far enough removed from for me to be happy for him now instead of bitter as as I am with Joe Madden. He's he's far. I'll enough say that much. Yeah, I I feel better about Joe. I feel better about David Price in Boston than Joe Madden in Chicago. Yeah, I I think he'll do he'll do well there. I think that they're he's getting older and you know they're they're I still sucks though. It's uh, it does suck for sure, and it, I don't want to. I hate seeing him in a Boston uniform. I hate seeing the like the fans claim him as he's ours. He's our pitcher now. Red Sox are the greatest. Like it it would be one thing if he went to the Red Sox like prior to them winning a World Series. I'd be like, great, awesome. Now, ever since, it's they're a bunch of assholes. Dude, I just think it's fucking hilarious that they all got that that they gave him two hundred and seventeen million dollars over seventeen years, the highest paid player ever. Like the, the 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 most expensive contract ever for a dude that's going to start thirty games maybe, uh, who who's a, who's thirty years old and whose health can only go down from this point. I mean yeah. he's, uh, you know we're we're at the age of of where pitchers are are uh, expected to throw over a hundred miles an hour to be a starting pitcher and for two hundred innings every season. Right, but they, but also that they're on a clock. They're on like okay, when's the Tommy John surgery going to happen? Is it going to happen now? Going to happen later? When's it going to happen? Like yep. I'm not I'm not wishing Tommy John surgery. Upon no, 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 no. Of course I, I didn't think you were. But I think I I think it maybe with Price it's like the, with the way he throws it's it's he's not he is uh, he's not invulnerable. I mean, he's certainly he's certainly susceptible to it with the way he he pitches. Yeah. Well, he's yeah. It's because of his fastball. He's yeah. He goes he goes through the lineup the first time using only his fastball. Usually, like when he's on, he's usually only using his fastball first time first time through the lineup. That's a yeah. lot of fucking fastballs. It's a lot of strain. Yeah, it's a lot of strain too. Um. So, I just I I just think it's hilarious how much money was given to him. Well, apparently the. Uh, St. Louis Cardinals offered him both options that Boston did. They offered him seven million, and I heard it was less money. Uh, the uh, or Cardinals, seven years. The I heard they St. offered Louis. him. I heard they offered him seven years, but with less money, or two hundred and sixteen or two hundred. I think it was two hundred sixteen million for more years, and he liked the seven million or seven year two hundred seventeen million from Boston. I just. Yeah, the article I, I read like an article from the Boston Globe this morning that was, I guess he he for all intents and purposes I use it on the podcast <laughs> for all intents and purposes for everybody who's a fan of the now drink everybody take a shot everybody drink yeah. uh, he yeah. he was he had his heart set on the Cardinals and then kind of at the last minute the Red Sox came in and said hey look at all this money and he's like oh yeah okay well I can stay on the I can stay on the East Coast okay I'll stay over here okay I'll do it 
Not to mention, there's something to be said about him pitching in a division that he's very familiar with. Let's see what did what? Because think about it, he's used to he's with the Rays. He's used to pitching against the the Yankees, the Orioles, and the Blue Jays. And with the Blue Jays, he was used to pitching against the Yankees, the Rays, and the Orioles. It's Seems like a decent match. I just realized I got my good Twitter friend uh, Stephen Baseports on in on Mixer, and uh, he he's the one that, that sent the big novel. He said to all members ah. of the Red Sox Nation, "Congratulations on paying more money than anyone else ever has for a pitcher. You've all hated his entire career uh, for wearing Price's jersey." And Fenway fans have uh, nine dollars Sam Adams poured over their head, been spit on by uh, orangutan ladies, been physically <laughs> threatened and booed at large. Uh, the same disgraceful lot of Red Sox fans will have Price jersey on their back in 2016. I love David, but you don't deserve him. Not for $217 million. I hope you all learn some respect and treat him right. I pray that the future uh, is kind to uh, Tiffany and the fur babies in this tough city. Yeah, it won't be. They're, he's going to hate it. No, he's going to hate it. He's going to have success there. I didn't, no, no, I didn't say that. He's going to hate it, though. Think so? Yeah. $190 million from the Cardinals, Stephen says. Oh, well. I heard they offered him close to what they. He just they thrown a little more money at him. That's all. He I, says he I says I was a from from a friend, not from him. Just just to clarify, all caps. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it's on word of the bay. It's fact. It's fact now. Well, too bad now. Now now, now it's, now fact. it's fact. Now your friend sold you up that river with no uh, paddle. Um, it, it, no, what were, what were you saying though, Nick, about the. Uh, His familiarity with the AL East, I think, has a lot to do with. Oh he yeah, picked absolutely. The Boston. Yeah. It's a it's a division he's comfortable mowing down. That's that's it. <laughs> Except for when he plays us, baby. What are you talking? We know about? how to hit him. No, we don't. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we, we don't know him, how to we hit beat him. I understand that, but you think okay, nine times out of ten, he's probably going to beat the crap out <laughs> of us. Our lineup is a powerhouse next year. We got the likes of. Go ahead. Logan Forth <laughs> and Kevin Kiermaier. Kevin Kiermaier. Kevin Lagoria. Those staples. Don't you know? Those staples. Those staples of power. Just, yeah, those, those staples power, yeah. of power oh, and home man, runs. The ERAs is just going to be north of two. <laughs> bum, 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 bum. <laughs> it's going to be great, baby. Logan Morrison <laughs> and, and Richie Schaefer. Who knows? Maybe he'll be good. Yeah. <laughs> I saw Mark Trumbo got moved again. Did he? Re- what really? Yeah. Where? Uh, moved from Seattle to somewhere oh, else. Yeah, good for him. Hey, what do you think of Barry Bonds? Uh, now the uh, the hitting coach for Miami. Good for him, I think. Yeah, good for him. Yeah, they let Mark McGuire back in. Yeah, I, it's so silly that everybody thinks that, that like there's this. Here's here's something that that's. Uh, He's going to be teaching Ichiro how to hit. I somebody called into which is weird to, to s- think about on the Marlins. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Uh, somebody, yeah, Mariners, like, mm, yeah, two West Coast guys, and now they're on the Marlins. Somebody called into Steve Dumeg's show. On, That's a shocker. On, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was word of the bay for this week. I'm Kyle. I'm Nick. <laughs> um, <laughs> somebody called into his show and, <laughs> and said, uh, and he was saying. It's funny how, because he, he was talking about the Quan Alexander thing. Uh. When somebody gets popped for steroids in football, it's like, kind of like, ah, fuck, he's out for a couple of weeks, whatever. But when it's in baseball, it's like, oh, my God. <laughs> Listen, stop the press. Stop the press. 52-game suspension. This guy needs to be out of the league. What a travesty. He's cheating the game. He's cheating the goddamn game. Yeah. Well, we're in football. It's like, man, fuck it. He's got four weeks off. Man, four weeks off. And he's going to play for five more weeks before he gets his... Uh, 
Because you know he has five weeks to um, appeal it. Th- to appeal it. Yeah, I told it. Which, which, what do you think of that? So, do you think he should appeal it, or do you think he, sh- he should well, just take the suspension? Think about uh, you know, Lovey's probably looking at it like, well, what games do we need him? I would, I would ride him out until it's either clear we're going to make the playoffs and then I rest him, or it's clear we're not going to make the playoffs and then I play him out until five games. Oh, okay. Listen, I'm sorry to be the asshole again. We're not going to make the playoffs. No, no, so I understand that. Saying, like... But at five and six, mathematically, we're still very much in the Oh, hunt. absolutely, yeah. So I, I will play him until we're mathematically either removed or it makes sense for us to rest him for the playoffs. Okay. I like that. Okay, yeah, that's that's a that's a that's a good strategy. Maybe that's maybe that's what they're because saying. Because if maybe if we're get, if we get to like week twelve and we lost every game since then, I'd be like, all right, Quan, we're gonna need you for next year. Go ahead and sit, buddy. But I love I love the you're right. But I love the hypocrisy of the of baseball versus football, where with, with, with football it's largely like, eh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, who cares? <laughs> baseball, it's like oh, well, because well, look at the difference between baseball and football. The uh, the whole lore, the the history, it's America's sport. Yeah, yeah it's just. Yeah. Eh. I think everybody... because baseball cares more about their numbers. And the, what do you and, mean? and well, think about it. Stats is, means more to a baseball fan than to a football fan. More baseball fans can genuinely call up the home run record, or the stolen base record, or so on and so forth, whereas. In football, it's like ah, that'll be replaced next year by the next guy who throws yeah, eighty. I, I get what you're saying because because like in baseball, baseball's been around for so long that it's like, you know, whenever whenever something big and record breaking happens, it's Some, like it, something had to have happened for a long fucking time. No, what I'm saying is like whenever something big and record breaking happens, it's like he just moved into third place behind oh. like these guys that played in the twenties. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, clear, this hasn't happened in eighty years. Yeah, yeah. or like when when so, like. Nothing in baseball. There's nothing in baseball that hasn't already happened before. Like you see something, you're like, "Oh my god!" And they're like, "That's the first time that's happened since 1946." Since, yeah. Uh, baseball always has a sense. Since because it's always happened once before. Yeah. Whereas in like, football, it's like he's the first rookie to throw five <laughs> touchdowns in the red zone for the. Oh, yeah. Okay. It feels like every year some old fucking quarterbacks going on the jumbo trunk congratulating some new some new old quarterback. I'm like, "Congratulations, you broke my record." <laughs> uh, Insert no, you're game. right. You're right. Aaron Rodgers, yeah. Peyton Manning, whoever, Andrew Luck at, in the day, Jameis Winston. So I got a question for you. I, I overheard on our uh, our local radio, and I forget whose analysis this was, but it was 620. They were talking about how Jameis Winston was being compared to a certain quarterback in the AFC, and it was Ben Roethlisberger. And whoever was talking to mm. or talking about interesting comparison. Well, whoever was talking about him, I'm not going to pick the low hanging fruit. I know everybody <laughs> wants me to say it. I'm not going to say it, but it's there. It's there. Just know that I could have done it. <laughs> We're going to go high route. I'm going to go high road. Um, but they said that he was. They referred to Roethlisberger as an automatic Hall of Famer. Yeah. And I want to know if you do you really feel he's an automatic Hall of Famer? Oh yeah, 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 for sure. Really? Yeah. Okay. Even yeah. with the character issue questions. Mm, interesting. Well, they settled out of court. I don't know. Like, fuck, man. Ray Lewis killed a guy, and so he's, like, he's so, automatic yeah, Hall of yeah. Fame. So, like, 10 years from now, when nobody remembers that he actually kind of raped a girl. Dude, Ray Lewis is the bar. Like, if, like, like, if you can murder a guy... Yeah, are you a plus Ray, Ray <laughs> Lewis, or are you a minus Lewis? Uh, Ray Lewis, yeah. <laughs> like, double murder. Well, okay, maybe he doesn't go to so, the Hall of Fame. So, clearly, you're not skewing... You're, are you skewing towards... Fucking OJ's in the Hall of Fame! Like, are you skewing towards Aaron Hernandez, or where Hold are you on. going with this? Hold on. Isn't OJ Simpson in the Hall of Fame? I, I don't know. I doubt it. I, I, I'm gonna look. All right, sports podcast. 
you, you know, there's somebody out there that's like two years older than us screaming at their. Oh their, yeah, he definitely fucking pro football hall. There thing. you go, boom. He's got a bust. So, so the, yeah, he murdered two people and robbed some people. Yeah, and he's still in there. <laughs> hey, 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 he's innocent. On the first one, proven innocent. On so, the first one. Oh, he lost a civil trial. Who a big whoop? <laughs> that's you know, it was a big whoop enough to get him judge. in jail. Yeah. <laughs> no, that wasn't that wasn't for jail. That was for stealing memorabilia back in the day. That was not, back, not in back in the day. It was for stealing memorabilia yeah, a couple years ago. Who cares? But <laughs> He's um, still in prison. It matters. Wait, how'd that get? How did we get to that? Ray Lewis being a oh, so do you think? Do you think uh, a Robert Roethlisberger? Do you, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't. Th- okay, two I, championships. If you put Steelers? a gun to my head, I think he is a Hall of Famer. But I don't like that they refer to oh, him sorry, as one championship. a. I thought it was two. No, he he played in two. Like he lost, they lost to the Packers the second time, right? No, I thought he won two Super Bowls, played in three. You might be right. Uh, mixer crowd, please correct me. <laughs> yeah, somebody who has Google faster than you me. sound right. Two played played in three one two. All right, that 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 sounds right. I don't know, Kyle. If you're wrong, you got to finish. Three time Pro Bowl. Okay, so two time Super Bowl champion. Yeah, yeah, three time AFC championship. Okay, you were right. You were correct. Thanks, Super, thanks Google. Super Bowl XL against the Cardinals. What was the other one? Against the Seahawks. Fuck you. Fuck you. You're right. <laughs> I hate when you're right. <laughs> Fuck. The, yeah. Oh, and yeah. the Cardinals was here in Tampa. Ben, ben Roth. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I, I remember that. That, I, that was the that was the last really good Super Bowl in my opinion, where it was like they scored yeah. three lead changes in the last two minutes of the game. Yeah. The uh, the Santonio Holmes catch at the at the very yeah. last. And minute. what's his name for Arizona had a crazy toe tapping catch. Uh, uh, it was like back and forth. Kurt Warner. Yeah. yeah. So uh, good. I, I wanted so Kurt. good. I wanted Warner to win another one. So Me bad. too. I just wanted the Cardinals to win one. Yeah. 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 That would have been great. <laughs> they, although they got a decent chance. They're nine and two this year. Okay. But here, you're right. Carson Palmer is the dude who can do. He's just random old quarterbacks go to Arizona and do good. Well, if you think about it, if you look about last year, because remember he got hurt. I think it was six games in. He was undefeated. It was six and oh, yeah, he was kicking ass. And this year he's nine and two. So you're telling me in the last 19 games, Carson. Carson Palmer is nineteen or seventeen and two. Carson, Carson what Palmer. What the fuck? He was never the same since that year he took the Bengals to the to the uh, to the playoffs. divisional game, yes. the playoffs, and then got uh, tore his ACL against the the the, the uh, Steelers. Mm. Never the same after that. Before that, he was just he was unbelievable. Yeah, well, uh, they, 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 got, they had a very messy divorce in Cincinnati. Yeah, that was that was a goddamn shame. But here here's Ben Roethlisberger, three time Pro Bowler, two time Super Bowl champion, three time AFC championship. Uh, NFL Offensive Rookie of the Year. Uh, All right, so you know when you list off his credentials like that, he's some. He's he led the league in passing in 2014. Three-time perfect game. I don't know what that fuck that means. Perfect quarterback rating. Oh, I see. 143.9. Oh, I believe it's. I'd, I'd say that's a that's a that's a uh, not a first ballot Hall of Fame, but certainly like eventually he'll make. I the think Hall he's fame. definitely a Hall of Famer though. Yeah. I just. I okay. So maybe. Well, Maybe thinking about thinking it out this far with seeing all the numbers makes it more sense. I just had a problem with him saying it, having it roll off his tongue so easily. It's like, oh, the undoubted Hall of Famer Ben Roethlisberger. I'm like, eh. but they were comparing him to Jameis. Uh, yeah, they were. Yeah, they were saying how Jameis Winston is doesn't get doesn't get um, knocked down the first time he's touched, just like um, Roethlisberger. And Roethlisberger knows to or can throw the ball away once under pressure. For evading sacks, you know, for that was his, that was the comparison. From what I've seen, like Jameis certainly does look like he's solved that little issue of. I think I was thinking I'm about trying this, to throw instead of getting sacked. Yeah, I was thinking about this the other day at uh, at on the way to work. Uh, I was thinking, you know, Jameis in in uh, in Florida State, 
they just kind of said, "You're the best guy that we've got. Yeah. Just go do whatever the fuck you want to do. Yeah. Like go, like if you want to th- throw in a triple coverage and see what works, go do it." Yeah. And and he gets to the pros and they say, "All right, let's back no, off. No, of that. no, no, yeah, no. Yeah, let's you know just take a check, take a sack every once in a while, throw the ball away." And he's been doing a lot more of that as of late. Seems like he's kind of learning and and going against the whole gunslinger um, thing that's been like thrown upon him. I think it shows that he's coachable. Oh yeah, definitely he's coachable. Definitely, I mean, he's most he's he's probably the most coachable guy on the goddamn team. He's just like, just tell me how to be awesome, I'll do it. So, are you becoming as disenchanted with Gerald McCoy as I am? Explain. Uh, I just I'm starting to remember how we talked about Lamonte Dave in the beginning of the year. Yeah. Kind of how I feel about G- uh, GMAC right now. I just feel like you're not doing as much as you should be. That's all. Like, I know he's got a seventh sack of last game. I just... <sighs> he gets double teamed a hell of a lot. Yeah, I know. But you also... You're going to. you When you have that name, so does J.J. J- Watt. But he finds a way to get to the quarterback. That's a thing. Yeah, I mean, where, where's your impact on every game Congre- or or let's call it spade what it is uh, you know spade a spade congratulations on being the best of the second tier players i think he's a really good defensive tackle that's it though yeah oh yeah yeah i think that's that's where we're about at we're that's where and i think he, he's reached and the he's ceiling. On, and i think he's at the on the side of our building because he's the best we got at that position you're that's, right that's it yeah yeah, I, I can't disagree with that. He's the best second tier defense. He's a, he's, he's a really good player. Yeah, he's a really good player. He's not a but that's not a great player. player. Exactly, yeah, a great player. And that and it kind of shows where we are as an organization because we're hanging our hat on the hook of a pretty good player, not a great player. We've been hanging our hat on the hook of a pretty good player for like three years. Okay, no, no. Let's be let's be honest. We we threw a couple nails at a wall and we're like hat that guy. <laughs> He's dead his hair red. It's, it's, look at him. He may have a couple of Pro Bowls. Yeah, he, he, must be the, he must be the, the, the franchise I player. don't know. I just feel like Gerald McCoy is the... Uh, he's going to be that guy that goes somewhere else and has better cast and makes him look phenomenal. Because here, you can double-team him. Who else are you going to nah. double-team? Who else are you going to double-team on our line? <laughs> oh, well... Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, pretty I much. Have, I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the that's that's basically the the antithesis of like the uh, the uh, offensive coordinator meeting at for the like, teams playing. <laughs> All right, we're gonna double G Mac and. Oh, well, wait a minute! Who else is gonna double team? Ah, yeah, fuck, fucking McCoy. He makes a good point. Yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah, throw double team on him. Um, so yeah, I see the 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 ticker coming down. Do you want to do you want to jump in uh, the other the other big news coming out? Yeah, uh, second rape allegation for Jameis Winston came. Oh out. God, no, no, no! <laughs> okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. That was that was tasteless. That was unco- that, Okay, but did you hear? Did you hear? Uh, apparently, uh, Jameis made a Game of Thrones. Uh, no reference. No, I didn't. I, I don't. I don't watch Game of he Thrones. He said a lion doesn't concern himself with the opinion of sheep's. Oh, when it came to it, apparently a, a Indianapolis fan was talking a bunch of shit. So does, yeah. Well, first of all, I don't give a shit. Uh, who gives a shit if another fan of another team is you know riling up your dick? Yeah, that's why. I mean, that's what, he was, that's what essentially he was saying. He's like, look, I'm used. To, I've been dealing with this since 
You know, I raped that girl. So it's <laughs> true. Come on. Uh, there like, goes. Was, <laughs> if this is the one chance that other teams are listening to this podcast and be like, I wonder, yeah, 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 blip. They're like, fuck this asshole. <laughs> so I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Congratulations. We got 27 minutes into this before you. <laughs> <laughs> before I made. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, All right, so the real the real news the stadium upgrades yes the uh, the one million dollar stadium upgrades that were one hundred million one hundred million not one million one hundred million I saw I saw an article where they did the um, proposed signage the the or the big board bring it up and the the picture of what it looks like now compared to where it will will be. Holy shit! I had no realize I didn't realize exactly how, how tiny it was. Yeah, we have a tiny shit ass no res- or no definition. Highlight board. Oh yeah, so it's a, it it's a pile of it's shit. It's a piece of shit. Yeah, you, I I remember going to game last year. I'm like, like first what? Like where's the, it's better fucking check on my phone right now. This is stupid. Yeah. So we we would have the third largest video screen in in professional sports or football in per, in football. Okay. So I so made it, I made the joke earlier that typical ownership always striving for third best. Yeah, let's go Browns here. Let's go Browns. Let, let's. We don't want to be the best. I mean, no. let's just let's let's scale it back a I little. Feel like bit. it's that that. Uh, how much? It's how like much that talk it? from Incredibles where they're like, no, 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 go for second, go for second. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. How much is a hundred million going to get us? Third best? Eh, good enough. I'm fine with that. We're, we're okay. Well, you might have to ask the city council for more. I'm good for third best. The, the, oh I mean, God. I mean, who? What are we kidding here? We're gonna we're gonna be drooling over it because it's. We're like going from black and white to plasma. Yeah, uh, Anthony said he, we could finally play PS4 on the scoreboard instead of N64. <laughs> I don't know. Goldeneye. Playing Goldeneye at Raymond James Stadium would be pretty bad. You can still play fucking Goldeneye, Goldeneye <laughs> on the good one. <laughs> on the good one. For fuck's sakes. Like, you can't play goddamn Call of Duty on the good one. Or on the bad one. Yeah, you can't. Or on the bad one. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's you can barely re- watch football on the, the bad biggest. One. I think the biggest win of this, and like the thing that's kind of getting overlooked, uh, is that they backed off the whole two uh, away games a season. Oh, good. Did they, they give that up? They gave that up. So, uh, the Buccaneers, uh, w- are said that they are willing to spend upwards of 70 million dollars on this, yeah. uh, uh, you know. Okay, so that's something they. I'll have to read more in depth into the actual deal because I don't know too much about it. I, I know that I, the uh, city council just approved an extra three million because the uh, here. If you go down, I think there's a uh, yeah. There it goes. Okay, so this is the current board. Two hundred uh, uh, two thousand uh, two hundred square feet was the is the current scoreboard, which seems like a lot. It does, but it's not. It's not for the stadium size. It is. It's not. Yeah, seventy two hundred for the new one. Yeah. Fucking a. And then, uh, and then there, there, the difference between the Buccaneers proposed one and the new Tampa Sports Authority proposed one, which had an increased three million dollars. That's what three million dollars. See that red there? Yeah. That's what three million dollars buys you. That extra one. So it goes from seventy-two hundred square feet to ninety-four hundred square feet. That'd be awesome. So it's get a big ass fucking jumbotron. That'd be sweet. Oh, the Lightning have a pretty big one in um yeah, in the arena. Giant one. We have like a we have like a Jerry World size one. Yeah, but put into a medium sized stadium. Yeah, everybody's like, ow, my <laughs> neck. <laughs> but I think it's awesome. It that is thing is great. great. It's yeah, great. It's, it's. I don't know. There's if if you're telling me that oh Raymond James Stadium is going to try and be more like Emily Arena, great, awesome. Go that route, please. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I think. 
I, I'll be more inclined to go once these stadium upgrades are. Can't we finished. do something intelligent by like make a big fucking bucks like pirate sale where the sun comes in the most? <laughs> I saw, and then we can have it like cover the stands a little bit, please. <laughs> I saw a thing on Reddit like the the one uh, Reddit R bucks they were announcing the upgrade like they announced the threat of the upgrades. The first comment was just make the whole place a pirate ship. Who cares? Whatever. Like, <laughs> who cares how we do it? Just do it. <laughs> It was great. Can you imagine if every fan got a, like a cannon, boom, 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 shooting things at people? Oh. Like the, the sight lines are awful, and like it, it, it's just like the worst experience. But it's like whatever. It's a pirate ship. We're the Bucks. We can do whatever we want. Yeah, and then just on repeat the whole time. Yo ho, yo ho, a pirate's life for me. Yeah, just do that. I can bring that's almost as bad as Raymond or, or uh, Tropicana Field becoming SeaWorld Land. Hey, I like that. I like that idea. Did you also hear that Shamu? There are no more no more live shows for Shamus. That was it. That's in San Diego, though. No, that's across SeaWorld. Is it really? Well, there's two SeaWorlds. There's Good. one in San Diego, one in Orlando. Fuck them. Yeah. Well, it's not like they're getting my money anyway. So, <laughs> when, yeah. I mean, when's the last time anybody really went to SeaWorld? Really? Look, they they should make the whole stadium a pirate ship. Nothing practical, just that. <laughs> Nothing like I why like there's there's one gangplank into the stadium <laughs> like what's going on here like we went back to bench seats <laughs> it's a pirate ship anyways. and we only serve gruel <laughs> there's like there's ocean on the side sidelines <laughs> instead of beer men there's rum guys yeah that'd be great. We throw it out in the Tampa Bay. And pass out like oh, shots God. of citrus for this scurvy. Is, this is terrible. <laughs> this is. Can we have real food? Fuck off, James and everybody. They request a trade. Yeah. Good for them. And then we go to L.A. Uh, that that's bullshit. The pirate ship just sails away to fucking L.A. The whole L.A. thing. Stop trying to take people's teams away from them. I say that as a Rays fan. Stop it. Yeah, they're enjoying themselves. Just. Build a new stadium somewhere. I don't know. The Rams kind of fucked it over them. Yeah, but, they um, did. Well, they want that money. Well, sorry, Rams. All right, so let's see. Where are we at? That's good enough for a break. Time. Yeah. Holy shit, we're at thirty minutes exactly. Hmm. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna give uh, I'm gonna uh, to to I'm gonna pause this. Uh, the mixer crowd. I'm gonna pause that as well. And uh, we're gonna give a, a special friend a call. Oh, oh. Hi guys. Uh, <laughs> Let's do a commercial. Okay. Hey, Robert. Oh. <laughs> I hear I hear like an echo. This is weird. God, are you there? Yes, I am, my son. How's it going? <laughs> <laughs> I am doing quite well. I've been listening to Doppel Avenue Hurt this season and been quite impressed. Dude, I've asked you for a bunch of shit this, this year, and this has not come through. <laughs> Wait a second. He's not Santa. <laughs> He's God. <laughs> You don't ask him for presents. No, this is how it goes. You ask God for presents. He brings it to you on December 25th, and then it's, that's how it works, right? He comes down the chimney. That's not right. It's my son's birthday to begin with. Oh, how, uh, old, your, how old your son? Who's your son again? That would be Jesus Christ. Right, right. I forgot oh, the name. I forgot guy. the name. That's your son? Yes. That's your son. Oh, oh, this, think, is, this is bad. I think I went to a school with this whole Jesus time. Christ. I thought I was hating Christensen this whole time. You know, Christensen, Christianity. It's, I, I know. I get thing. it. I get it. Anyways. How about we talk about audibletrial.com slash shark, where you can get a free audiobook. 
I don't know. Yeah, so I mean, we're kind of talking yeah, to God right now. God. I don't even yeah. know if we really need to get we'll into get that. Into that whole thing. I mean, but sure, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, if you want an Audible book, you might as well go to Audible.com. His Holiness. <laughs> your what is your proper proper title, by the way? God is fine, Kyle. Okay. God is fine. Thanks, God. Yeah, man. I, I had to hear you doing I'm okay. So, I'm saying I'm pretty fine for a white guy. God, uh, he loves the offspring. <laughs> Dude, God is a huge fan of offspring. Not a lot of people know that. What is uh, you reading any, Are you reading anything on the old Audible trial, God? I just finished a series called The Reckoners. It is by Brandon Sanderson, and it's about people with superpowers who are dictator dicks. Wow. Ooh, that's some harsh words yeah, from I'm God. Su- the Holy Spirit. Oh, the Holy, His Holiness. His Your Holiness. holiness. And I also have to recommend listening to the Bible. People Ooh. like you guys down in Florida need it. Do you narrate it? Wow. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm also curious about that. It is actually done by Steven Spielberg. Oh, oh wow. Enough. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, that's actually a good give and take. I'll listen <laughs> yeah, to that. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds awesome. Um. Yeah, man, I, I guess if you go to Audible, you can get over 180,000 titles. So if you don't like the Bible or if you don't like Steven Spielberg, you can just you can return that book and get something else in Audible. And uh, Still recommend the Veronica Mars books. God, oh, 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 oh. God loves Veronica Mars. That's weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's he's, really weird. He's so, it's, she's just so young and supple. Veronica <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mars is a pretty lady, Kyle. I was okay. All right. I, I, you know, I'd personally go Kristen with... Kristen Bell's okay. Yeah. yeah. You know, I'd go with, like, the Twilight series, you know, Witches and Warlocks. Witches. see again, Kyle? Sorry. I'm always complaining about Kyle's heresy. <laughs> <laughs> it was Harry Potter. This week, you bring Twilight with gay vampires? I'm sorry. Hey, oh, gay God vamp- doesn't I like were- gay. Yeah. Oh, Come yeah. on, gay. This is uh, it's God we're talking to. We're getting controversial here. Yeah. God, I got it. We got it. You know what? God, we got to go. Oh, yeah. my son. This commercial is uh, taking a long time. Taking a long time. I think we got to go. I think I think everybody should just go to audibletrial.com slash shark. Check that shit out. And then, you know, you know, God, God will bless you. Right. Right, God. As long as you pray to me daily. I mean, I'll, I'll try. Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of busy every once yeah. in a while, but I, I can really floss daily. Like, yeah, let's, yeah. Let's I, start with that. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, thanks, God. <laughs> 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 Anyways, audibletrial.com/slash shark. Go that. Go to that shit. <laughs> action on mm. on the second half we are live second half podcast folks welcome back uh we are joined uh live via phone uh by the catsmanian devil himself uh you may know him as a underscore catsman 83 on the twitter machine uh we know him affectionately as andrew i know him i call him the chaotic good of the sports fan base because he's just fucking <laughs> He's just he's just so good at like ripping people yeah. apart. He is chaotic good's a good good, <laughs> yeah. good way to describe him. Andrew, you know, because he learns to apart. Sometimes you know you just gotta keep it. You know, if if it's if the shoe fits, wear it. Or in the case of ripping people apart, grab out that knife that they sell at two a.m. on those stupid fucking infomercials and rip them apart. Yeah. Mm. 
That's nice. You can get a pretty good knife for then. Uh, you can get a pretty solid ass knife at two a.m. If you don't mind waiting three months for it to be delivered. Yeah, then it can cut through all your coins because we all have to do that. <laughs> cut, cut, it cut through coins and cut through tomatoes, beefsteak tomatoes, and not, then go back to tomatoes, not the pussy ass kind, and then go back to tomatoes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, rip apart leather. I know because we all want to rip apart our best pair of leather shoes. Absolutely. All right. So yeah, yeah I got a pair of Clark Desert boots that I'm fucking tired of. I just want to rip those fuck motherfuckers apart. So let, let's harken back to ripping apart. Um, and we uh, kind of touched on this beforehand. So, which, what's your opinion with David Price? Before, for the crowd who wasn't listening on break, you had a, a minor take on it. So, what's your what's yeah. your opinion on the price deal? Well, I mean, hey, you know, I mean, he's been in the league uh, how many years now? Seven years. Six, he's seven. In. He's hey, I mean, he's established himself. He's won, you know, Cy Young Award. He earned his money. I mean, you know, in this day of inflation, I guess you could say. Um, and I believe the Red Sox were thirty million dollars more than the next highest bidder. I, I don't. I know the Cubs were mentioned. Gotcha. Eh, I wouldn't want them to go there. Well, never mind. Um, the Cubs, the Cardinals, a couple NL teams, and from what I've heard, did thirty million dollars less. But they, boy, they must be desperate. Yeah, I man. think. I mean, uh, thirty million. Stephen Baseports, who we have live on Mixer right now. I think he said one hundred ninety-seven million dollars was the next highest offer. I believe it's like Cardinals. Yeah, yeah it was still seven years. Yeah, twenty million, thirty million. And well, what are, what is what's another? What's, what's a couple million, million between friends? But is is uh, Massachusetts a, a state tax? Oh yeah, state. Well, I mean not. I mean they they rip people. Gosh, I can't use that. Word. Don't want to say that. They. Eviscerate people with taxes. Yeah. So my, my one, my question is: is 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 two hundred and seventeen in Massachusetts the same as one ninety seven Missouri? I don't think it's the same. Granted, Andrew's math calculator that does the state taxes is in the shop. <laughs> right now. But I'll say this: when you're dealing with numbers that are that freaking big, I mean, you better hire a really good accountant. Um, and I mean, uh, does he? How badly does he want to win a World Series? Well, the yeah, Red Sox have spent a lot of money on some premium players. I mean, remember last year? You know, they said who they signed? Pablo Sandoval. That Pablo Sandoval. Sandoval. Yeah. Kung, the Kung Fu Panda. They got traded for a few pitchers. Uh, they practically begged. In fact, I saw something. Someone on Twitter said that they ended up paying 140 million more for David Price than they could have paid to keep John Lester last year. And I'm going to say this, even if Price were a Ray, I don't think he's $140 million better than John Lester. So I could agree with that. That's the thing I, that's the thing I didn't mention before. Like the, the whole Price deal feels like a whole fuck you to John Lester. Just like a big fucking middle finger to John Lester. Oh, yeah. It is, you know. Actually, now that you think about it, well, how dare he not go back to Boston and take a hometown Massachusetts discount, right? Yeah. How not get to take it right up the ass from those fuckers. Look, <laughs> Carl, Carl Crawford said it best when he said, "There's like, there's no hometown discount here." You know, no. Uh, there's no. That's uh, and, shame him. Shame him. Wicked awful. And wicked awful. Make him go to the wicked awful Cubs and suffer for 118 years. They, uh, How long does the Cubs won a World Series? I don't know. Uh, I the the, the Ottoman thing. Empire was a thing. The Ottoman Empire definitely was a thing back then. Yeah. You know, am I, am I upset that the Cubs didn't win the World? Oh, no, you know what? I was rooting against them, too. 
Uh, never mind. That's another story. We, we, you've already covered that one, I think, Kyle. All right. What's that? Uh, the Cubs and uh, oh, what yeah. we if, uh, here should have been rooting for them for some uh, reason. Yeah. <laughs> Well, how dare you not root for the Cubs? Of course not. It had nothing to do, not for the same reasons as you weren't, Tommy. Me, ever, I'm not quite as butthurt over Joe. I shouldn't say butthurt. I'm still... Uh, it's true, no. No, it is butthurt. Everybody everybody just accused us. They treated us like we were booing the Special Olympics or something. I'm getting over it a little bit. Well, no, I'm mad. I will say this. Um, you know, I'm not... The reason I was rooting against the Cubs is simple. I hate Chicago teams. Why do I hate Chicago teams? They inflict pain on my my favorite teams. The Bears fans are assholes. Blackhawks fans must be assholes. So, yeah, I was rooting against the Cubs. Their fans are assholes, too. Wrigley's overrated, in my opinion. I have not been there, but I believe it's overrated. Yeah, Ivy's not cushion. Ivy, you can't jump into Ivy and be safe. And that stupid fucking rule of throw your hands up when you lose the ball in the Ivy because you're a shitty-ass outfielder. I hate that. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know where it is, Coach. Uh, that was, I don't know. <laughs> Stop him. Stop him from running. I can't do this. Some rule, by the way. But because it's Wrigley, it's nostalgic. And it's... Oh, that's the same way with Boston and Fenway. It's like, oh, there's beams, there's obstructed seating. It's it's like the old ways. It's like, no, it's not. It's a fucking it's seventy. Day- the prop, they blast us nonstop about it. Oh my god, that's dope. It's yeah. a catwalk. The catwalk. Yeah. The ivy is adorable. Well, Ain't that my some shit. Ass- well, fuck you. At least our our fans can, when they go to the games, can see everything. Hey, we're fifteen thousand fans a game, or you know, we're fifteen thousand. Rather, <laughs> Anthony said their murderers are overrated, in my opinion. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, I was not, you know, I was not pulling for them. In fact, it was basically what was left of the who's who of God. I mean, you had Chicago, you had New York. I mean, good Lord, what a bunch of douchey teams. I didn't care to see Toronto win because, well, they're a division rival when you get down to it. So, yeah. Well, right, he had the Royals. Good for them. Whatever. Their fans are a little annoying too. But yeah, you, know, all right, you take the least of the evils. Everybody becomes very annoying once you win one. Yeah, no, for real. True. Even before they won one, I mean, and New York Mets fans. Gosh, I mean, we were at that three game series. They were the biggest. They were as bad as, bad as Yankee fans. Those oh, you think? Fans. By the way, the the Mets fans are acting now. They would have won that. What's the, that? Oh my oh, God. Yeah. The World Series. I, They're I, acting like, well, we got there. I was rooting for KC all the way once we got to that point. I rooted for the Mets to beat the Cubs, and then I'm like, oh, wait, got to root against these assholes. So, it's <laughs> not the teams, it's the fans, you know? I, mean, it was, it was, I can't yeah. even hate on the Mets. No, that's, really that's what I was saying earlier. Like, I can't, like, I can't hate on the, the, the Red Sox as a team. It's just the fans that are just like, fuck those guys. Yeah. Well, they've got some douchebags. I mean, you know, basically. But, yeah, we all do. But in my we opinion, the fan base is indicative of how their team is run. Like, I don't know. Nobody really likes Yankee fans either, but they're just a different type of asshole than the Boston fans. Boston fans are Boston fans are are blue collar assholes. Yankee fans are white collar assholes. It's uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, they're all special kinds of assholes, my friend. They all are all special kinds of assholes. I, I would agree with that. All right. We we've already talked about David Price on the podcast, yeah. so let, I mean, let's move on from that. We we got everybody's takes. We we haven't talked about the elephant in the room, which was that the Bucks just lost uh, a huge game, a very winnable game, a very winnable game to the forty year old Matt Hasselbeck uh, in 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 uh, Indianapolis, uh, and 
it was disappointing to me. I, I I thought that was that was that was a game like the Giants game where like oh man we really we really 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 should have won that game. It kills me. Yeah, I'm I'm still on the whole we did better than we would have last year train. Okay, I don't know. I think I mentally prepared myself for Colts loss a few weeks ago, and even though it's Matt Hasselbeck, the fact that now they are four and zero with Matt Hasselbeck. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Um. I, it's kind of the same thought process I have with Brock Osweiler in Denver. Like, a healthy Brock Osweiler is better than a broken Peyton Manning. Yeah. In the same sense that a healthy Hasselbeck is better than a broken Andrew Luck. Mm-hmm. So, it, it's and everybody's calm down. This is a backup. We don't te- we don't tend to play well against them. I mean, a lot of people laser focus in on the quarterbacks of like the Peyton Manning's and Andrew Luck's and how are they going to win without them? And they kind of forget that like, oh shit, yeah, there's actually a good team around that quarterback. <laughs> it's not just Andrew Luck throwing to Andrew Luck, blocking by Andrew Luck. Yeah, they have a pretty solid defense and they have a good cast of characters around them that, that can actually perform well. Uh, yeah. Look, it was a pro game for us, you know. I mean, and people said the same thing about the Philly game. Look, I'll tell you, the Eagles now look all of a sudden the Bucks beat them. Oh, they're terrible. Well, I didn't hear that before the Bucks beat them. I mean, they had now all, they had lost to by a point to Miami. They beat Dallas. They were like four and four team. The Bucks were a seven and a half point underdog going into the Philly game, knowing yeah. who the quarterback was. Sam Bradford, Mark Sanchez, the same shit. They're both overrated quarterbacks who were first round picks that. Chip Kelly, because he's a genius who's going to turn them Such into all time pros. We won't talk about Chip Kelly. I'll let his record do the talking. I don't know. Let's for... just, I've got a stat for you to, to, to really put Chip Kelly in perspective. In two straight weeks, he gave up 90 points to the Bucks and Lions. It's no. not his fault. It's he blames his defense. He doesn't take any responsibility. Yeah, for wasn't that. the I defense was... top 10? Yeah. <laughs> well, it was top 10 against us, and then it was 15th, and then it was in the 20s. Yeah, after, we did it. After we did it. They actually scored. Yeah, they were one of the top, one of the higher ranked defenses. Let's face facts. The guy's a fraud. I've said it for years. A lot of people didn't want to listen to me, but hey, I figured I'll let. I'll, I knew where the chips would fall. Uh, you know, hey, I'm glad that the Bucks really. That was the first game that, if I remember this year for them, they really got stomped on. I mean, they lost to the Dolphins by a point. They they beat Dallas. They beat the Giants actually. And the Bucks just freaking went in there and just they just ran it down their throat. We beat them in every facet of the game. Yeah. It would have been two to seven if not for the refs. I'm still salty about that. Um, eh. Bucks had never scored more than 49 points in a game, so they just didn't want that record to fall. Um, no, I mean, we <laughs> I love how they knew that they knew that in the first quarter. You know, the funny thing is, Andrew, I got us. I I love the fact that that's what you pull out of this game. Yeah. It's like we could have had more. God damn it! They, <laughs> I just love, oh, they knew in the first quarter that they were gonna. Fight. It was a terrible call, by the way. It was. I mean, it was, it was really a questionable. It was, it was a terrible call. This last week, you know, I really, you know, it was bad, but, you know, the Bucks unfortunately had their chances. I mean, the refs did not make Mike Evans drop the pass that he had against, pinned against his thigh and couldn't catch it or missing an extra point, which, you know, whatever. I mean, that, that stuff's going to happen. But, no, they got no pass rush. Uh, Hasselbeck is 4-0 now. He's been around. And if you don't touch the opposing team's quarterback and you can't protect your own, which, let's be fair, our, our offensive line has been – when you thought what, when we thought what they were going to be versus what they have been, 
the fact that they had a bad game there, I mean, you got to, you can't. You got to give, there's got to be an excuse eventually somewhere there. Like every single person on the offensive line is playing out of their goddamn mind right now. It's exactly right. So I can't go and say, oh, shame on our offensive line. They suck. No, they've been outstanding this year. I mean, (laughs) they've arguably been the best part of our team. Yeah. Who would have thought? I thought that was going to be. I thought they were going to get Jameis killed. I thought they'd get Mike Glennon killed, and I figured we would have our third string quarterback. I can't even. I don't even know his name. In there by a couple weeks into the season. So well, you know, I gotta say, I've got to say this much: Goster's chairless is is really impressing me. Really, him coming in has has solidified a little bit. You know, he's one of those examples that every now and then you'll get lucky and someone will cut a player like that, and yeah. they might spin and actually do well. Now, Tim Jennings was the other side of that. Yeah, he was the other reason. side of that coin. Right, but there's a reason they're not there. The Bucks are usually the team that cuts the good players and other teams get them. Yeah. But every now and then, you know, you'll get lucky. Joe Hawley is another example. They've yeah. done a nice job. Uh, hey, Indianapolis, uh, you know, the first half we did all right. The second half. We ended up in, as I, you know, we only gave Doug Martin the ball three times. I think they said that they ended yeah, they up. Dic- they bad. dictated their style of football on us. We In the first half, we played buck ball. And right. in the second half, we played by Hasselback's rules. Well, here's the thing. What, what was the deal with all those outside runs? I brought this up a lot on Twitter, but like. The, the, oh, the, the, on the pitch, the toss, the pitches, the toss sweeps outside yeah, the outside the swings, runs that just yeah. didn't they, like they weren't working. What's wrong between time? the tackles? Like that's where that's where Doug Martin made his money. Well, yeah, that's where we had the most success in this game, and then we just kind of like ah fuck it, let's just toss it outside, see what happens. We can yeah. outrun them. Well, some of the game logs, and I'll say this: on the first series and second half, they did run the run Doug Martin on first down. He picked up five. They called it back for a hole. So you end up with first and twenty. You know, it takes you out of what you want to do. And then that happened. That same thing happened again on another series. Now, that said, you're right. They did get away from it. But then again, you know, I mean, they did put together a nice drive. The ball gets, you know, of course, the touchdown pass gets dropped by Evans. And what happens? They miss a field goal. They take a penalty on the field goal miss, so and the then, started up forty. And instead of us being up nineteen sixteen, we're down nineteen to twelve. Yeah, that's because they they go down and drive it for a touchdown on us. So that's that, what is that like? A, that's a thirteen point swing. Same thing as the Giants game. Evans dropped the touchdown. When you drop when you drop a pass, it's going to be a touchdown or a big play, and then you go to kick a field goal. It seems to be you miss the field goal. That's just the football guys are punishing you. Um, I mean, it's definitely buckball. <laughs> and I don't know what's with and Mike Evans. I don't know. I can't really figure the guy out, to be honest with you. I mean, you know, it, it does make you nervous, though, doesn't it? Having seen what's happened with Buck players who start off gangbusters as a rookie and then their second year and third year yeah, they get worse. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not so much worried about it. I think. I think Evans is a a good wide receiver uh, that that's, has the that's potential. It, that's it. Well, he has the potential to be great. He just needs to he needs to get his shit together. He needs to he needs to get take get all his shit, shit and get it, it together. Put it in a bag, take it to the shit store, do whatever he needs. He needs to get his shit together. He needs to, he needs to kind of really hit it hard this offseason and and focus he does. on He needs to be focused. Looking the pass into his hands because I like I I I just I sent the the picture to the the, the crowd on Mixer and uh, I'm sure you guys have all seen. It. it was on the front page. Cough, of the, cough, Mike Clayton, cough. I mean, it was it was on the it was on the front page of the St. Pete Times. You see, 
the ball is 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 in his bread basket, and his eyes are just not on the ball. They're on. They're elsewhere. I mean, he's he gets. How many times have we seen this season that he gets up and the first thing he does is look at the ref like, "What the fuck? I got held in the fucking. Where was that? Like, See, when you're known as, by the refs in this league as that guy, you're not going to get a lot of calls. No, not at all. Like before we go any further, hey, don't you talk bad about Kmart? For OP offensive pass interference. They called him for that, and it was a bogus call, but he's got the reputation. You're right. But yeah, a lot of times he's running before he caught it. Yeah, he's got these huge hands, and he's got like meat hooks. For I, think hands. He, I think he trusts oh, yeah. his hands a little too much. If, in my opinion, I feel like Mike Evans trusts his physical raw ability a little more than he needs to concentrate. Because I feel like he's he feels like he's given this God given ability to catch balls and have this crazy you know catch radius, and I think he relies on that a little too much. He's his hands enough outside of the game, and therefore it's, he's taking them for granted. So I had to get a dirty perverted joke in here. You knew I was going to get something. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, man. But yeah, I mean he does. You're Vincent Jackson's come back, and I don't want to jinx him because he's had issues with drops at times, but he's been uh, he's been catching just about everything. Yeah, he's been uh, solid. You know he's. he's Fine. Uh, he, he's big. Very good. He he's not a he's not a, a hot tub or ice tub warrior like uh, Sperian Jenkins is. But, oh, oh, how dare I say that? Oh. The team is holding him out. Man, if we could get a third round pick for Austin Sperian Jenkins, I would ship no, him we off won't. in a heartbeat. He's a fucking bust. He's, he's a bust. A, he's, I'm, I'm I, sorry. I'm just saying he's a bust. First of all, well, I'll tell you this: he's an asshole. I'm just going to leave it at that. I'm not going to say why he's an asshole. Of course, an he, of, of course, course he is, Andrew. <laughs> Everybody, take a drink. Take a drink. <laughs> he, he's a bit of an ass, but he is an asshole. A little um, bit. I don't know if he's a bust. I mean, it's it's so early to say that. It's just it makes. I think the team is not being as forthcoming with what his injury actually is. I have to believe that. But can you blame them? I mean, I. I I get that he is frail, but I mean, I I wouldn't really like my organization to be blurting out every all, everybody's secrets. Like, uh, if if you make the other team game plan for Austin Safarian Jenkins even a little bit, then he's doing more for you than putting him IR. Okay, Devil's Advocate, maybe he's just he's had a run of bad luck. Maybe you know, Anthony makes a great point. He's been cleared by the doctors for two straight weeks. Hasn't uh, hasn't been cleared by not been cleared. He has not. That. That's what he said. Oh, has not. Has not. Well, then, uh, then he makes a terrible point. Yeah. He practices though. They're like, they'll 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 say if a guy did not practice, or they'll say limited. He only looks at his limited. Well, there's other guys did not practice, did not practice. He's limited, but then they say he's not been cleared to play, and that's what they keep saying. So yeah. either a they're they're that's they're being very conservative with him, or his injury was worse than they originally let on, or b. They're lying because he is soft. Um, I think he might be a little soft. I think, I, th- soft. I think he might be a little soft. Like famously, Courtney, Courtney Brown, when the Browns drafted Courtney Brown in the first round of the, of the uh, NFL draft, and you know he was supposed to be their premier uh, defensive lineman, defensive tackle, and he just could not stay healthy. Uh, he was a great uh, defensive line prospect who just couldn't stay healthy. And I think that's maybe what Austin's Ferry Jenkins is like. He might be a good tight end. I'm, I'm willing, but like if he just can't stay in the field, then the guy's then you're a, not a very good tight end. Yeah. Then the dude's a bust. good, good t- guess, but say, yeah, bust bust doesn't indicate that he's a poor athlete. 
Bust right, just means right. he's a poor professional player. Exactly. And yes. You, and and you can't you can't be a good professional player on the bench. You can't. No. Oh, you can. I mean, I, that's why there's some guys where I don't look at it that way. Like I didn't consider. I was a big fan of Cadillac Williams, but some of his injuries were such fluky type. I mean, he tore both ACLs. I mean, they were really you know. And he came back from both of them. I love the way he came back. I don't yeah. see Barry and Jenkins. Mm-mm. I don't. I mean, who am I to say? I mean, I could be totally wrong. He could have a broken shoulder that they're not telling us about, and he's dying to get out there, and they're yeah. saying, no, no, you can't. But do you really get that feeling? I don't. I don't get that. I don't get that impression. But I, don't, I, I think, we'll I think he's closer to RG3. I really do. Austin Shafarian Jenkins is... Yeah, but see, the thing was, like, with Cadillac, Cadillac had a, sec, a, a, a strong second year. He... he he kept getting better, you yeah. know, and just the injuries were the ones. That and then the derailed injuries him. kind of derailed him. Like I wouldn't say that's a, but that's just that's just bad luck. Yeah, I mean, he tore. He came back. He tore the ACL. He came back and still looked great. And then he tore the other one. Yeah, the other one ACL. I mean, how much? How? And then the next year he was back on opening day. I mean, that's a guy that really. That's a hell of a. That's a hell of a drive. I mean, I mean, like I don't see it. I, well, I mean, don't. If I could be wrong, he's just got a prima donna. He's got. He's definitely got a prima donna. Oh, for sure. Read, look at his Twitter. Look at him in his little onesie. And <laughs> sweet, yeah. Yeah, he comes off as a as a. I look at him with his celebration last year. If he's, you know, he's wide open. They flip the ball to him for an easy touchdown. He does his little Captain Morgan pose. He does his little high dance into the end zone this year. When they're down by 28 points, you know, I don't know. He's for a guy as well, allegedly, this was a knock on him in college, I believe, that he didn't really, that he was so talented that he relied more on his natural talent than his whole lot than his want to. But what do I know? I don't, I don't look at like there's some people that are great, you know, looking at these guys in college and they probably put that in his bio. But I didn't look at that. I looked at the YouTube highlights and got excited. Did, did, yeah, am I the only that's what everybody did. That's what everyone like. Who are we getting? Yeah, we fucking Google that guy. Watching. Clip into YouTube's cool. But then we know some people that really dig in and dive in deep. And I was speaking. I was chatting with a few of them, and they said this was a knock on him in college. I was like, oh shit! I just looked at the YouTube videos and the fact that he's like six foot seven and ran really fast and. Figured out, you know, guy's gonna be awesome. We got our stud tight end. He's got a cool ass name too. Yeah, th- three names. How could he go wrong? Got three names. But hey, you got to give Cameron Brake, Cameron Brake, some credit. The Harvard dude. He's come in and he's done a very oh. nice job. I thought he was a Cameron Brake is. He's been I, good. I think I think Cameron Brake is kind of like a example as to what Jameis Winston can do to mediocre athletes around him or what he can do with a tight end like like he elevates i think he elevates people yeah well he's done this much with with just uh, you know a wins over replacement tight end you know just a cam and break he's just a dude you know throw him in there and yeah like if he actually had a a guy like uh, you know like i agree with the with the skill set of a safarian jenkins like he could do great things with them Mm-hmm. Hey, maybe or, that's part of it. And Brady might just be might be one of those guys that we just got lucky and found, and he might actually the guy might actually have. It's true. Things. I mean, we we're talking about Cameron Brate as a as as if he has a career of tape, and he's got seven games. Look, I think if if Josh McCown or fucking Byron Leftwich or you know any any fucking scrub ass quarterback is throwing the ball to Cameron Brate, we see like this guy sucks. Yeah, this but, guy's like, terrible. Jameis Winston throwing him the ball, and he makes him look good. Which well, is crazy. Soccer look good, have they? 
himself, you know. Yeah. Well, yeah, you're right. Hey, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no stiff white dude too no one made him look good you know no, but luke Stalker's just like a a smaller ver smaller white version of austin's and jenkins he's like not healthy never healthy uh, he might be our fullback and what is he doing anthony but as anthony <laughs> says he can block his ass off yeah but that's up that's a third of his that's game still good that's good for the all i'm saying is is there's three aspects to and and tight end you need to be able to run block you need to be able pass to block, pass block and then, catch balls. and then catch balls. And if you can do one of those three, that's not enough. Yeah. I don't know if he's saying, yeah, for, for a blocking icon. They traded up to get that dude, by the way. Um, well, that's that part of, of it makes him a bust for me because we reached for him and he's still not there yet. Thanks, Dominic. You fucking schlub. Yeah. Enjoy your ESPN job, you <laughs> prick. Who? 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 Mark Dominic. Oh. But no, you guy like Cameron Braid undrafted, and it just goes to show you why we, you we don't need to do that. I think we pulled Braid off of a practice squad from, I want to say he Baltimore. The Bucks cut him. He ended up with the Saints practice squad. That's a, and the okay. Saints came back. Yeah. I mean, you so he was a little luck sometimes too. Oh, of course. He's like, but like, what's his, what's the guy's name that we drafted this year? Cray Gray, he was a special team, or he was a wide receiver from a no-name college that we dropped. He was like the last fifty-three man cut. He just returned a touchdown for Baltimore on the Thursday. Oh the, yeah, I mean on the on. Monday night game. Like it, good players will trickle down and be filtered through to other teams. Or another one, he might be great. I don't know. I mean, we we cut him, but we got Humphreys, who's been. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm very impressed with him. I like Cameron Bray because he went to Harvard. I want him and Alex Kalorn to be friends. And <laughs> oh, Harvard connection. Yeah, Harvard connection. Speaking of that, and, and a, they start a book I, club. I posted on Twitter weeks ago when Andre Pilat went down, you know, and it looked bad. The guy fell on his bad. leg, and it took three to five weeks. And I think he's supposedly going to be back in the next seven to ten days. And I put a joke out there. I said, gosh, you know, I bet Andre Pilat will be back for Austin Terry and Jenkins. And I was. 75 to 80 percent joking. And unless the and Jenkins plays in this Atlanta game, you might be completely uh, right. Be correct. Yeah, um, I think I, I think you're I, I think you're gonna be. Uh, well, I'll right say this much: I, I think if you're if you're betting on the resilience and overall back or bounce backedness, if that's a word, and I'm making it a word, of the Lightning and the Bucks, I always bank on the Lightning. <laughs> I will too, and I, I will say this about the Bucks. However, this year as a team, as far as an injury goes, well, the hockey players get cleared to play. We'll just assume that Aaron Jenkins has not been cleared to play, and we'll take their word for it. Sure, yeah. Hockey players will get cleared to play quicker. Granted, especially later in the season, you know, since the Lightning are struggling, they might you know be a little bit more aggressive here with Pilat. But he's a tough dude. He came back in three weeks last year after an injury, and they said it was going to be a four to six week injury. So. Some guys are just different. They just work their ass off to heal quicker. Other guys, you know, and in, in, uh, especially in other sports, just don't do that. For I just feel like ASJ is taking a sweet ass time. That's all. Yeah, uh, they, they even post every week. It's the same thing. He, he's yeah, he's clear to practice. He's okay to practice, not okay to play. He's, you know, I, I just don't really know. And again, he's listed as questionable. But uh, he's a fucking thing. boss. He's Half a chance he's going to play. I bet you he doesn't. If I had to bet on this. Like, I'm gonna put my dick out there. I'm just gonna. I'm he's just a gonna, bust. He's, he's a, a bust. bust. That's all I'm saying. Like I, I'm, I'm, I'm I, I am uh, willing to, to 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 admit that I'm wrong one day. But uh, for I, now, I'm telling you, bust. if someone if someone offered us a third round pick for him, he's gone. 
Bye. Nah, Thanks. I, don't, I wouldn't say so. No one's gonna. No one's gonna. Uh, hey, fuck you, Anthony. This podcast is not a bust. Uh, no, nobody's gonna. <laughs> nobody's gonna offer us a thing. Yeah, what does that say about you, Anthony? You're the one listening live. Yeah, you fuck, fucking <laughs> guy. Hi, Anthony. Um, I don't know. You know, it's just if he's a if Safarian Jenkins is a bust, but if Evans, you know, gets this straightened out and he becomes a very good to great receiver, which I think is is viable. I think that can happen and very possibly likely will happen. I'm, I'm confident saying that. Um, Charles Sims, I wasn't crazy about the pick. I still think they'll keep Doug Martin, but Sims has shown that he can do, that there are a lot of good things he can do for us, you know, it's a bit high to pick them. And then, uh, who was the, we picked, what's his name? Pam, Pam Field. Kevin Pam Field. Yeah. Yeah. The very next Garrett fucking Gilkey. Holding <laughs> 64 <laughs> offense, 10 yard penalty, touchdown revoked. Well, Fuck. <laughs> On that, but let's let's say this: he was a fifth-round pick, and he's shown that at the very worst, he's a good backup offensive line, and that's realistically what you're going to get in the fifth round. So when you look at that draft, if you look at it and you say they got those, they got two, you know, a great ride wide receiver, a very good scat uh, back, I'll call Charleston, and they got a good backup goal lineman, and they got a. They drafted a soft tight end who's a bust. All right, you know. I mean, they only had, like, good picks. It's not bad. And then you look at this yeah. last draft, and you look at this draft, you look at the early results of it, and you look how good it's been. Eh, I'll take it. You, you, want a, you want a couple of dudes to pan out every draft, I think. Yeah. A lot of I think if half your dudes pan out, like you're doing okay. So, right now, Jason Light, if he's adding 60% over two years, Give the man a freaking medal. And I was about to is. say, if if he hits with Jameis Winston, he could go thirty percent. He gave us a franchise quarterback. Look, if yeah, if, if Austin Sperry Jenkins does pan out, like if he does end up panning out and being like an like a good tight great end, great draft. It could be this like like Evans and Jenkins could be like the Sap Brooks of like the offense of on the Bucks. You know, remember when we took Sap and Brooks and, and with two first round picks in ninety five. If we, t- you know, Evans and Jenkins could be looked at as, as like the offensive version of the Sat Brooks, uh, you know, take. I think you're smoking a hell of a lot of fucking crack, but smoking some crack, son. <laughs> Want to do it over two years? You could say that Jameis and Evans would be that combo. It's over two years. We can say over two years those two guys, and then you throw in the two alignment they took this year. I thought Marpet. I thought that was going to be an incredible reach, and that was going to totally blow up in their face. Yeah. The guys that aren't good. In fact, not having him. Not that I'm saying it's the only reason why we struggled, but not having him last week, and I don't think we had him the week before either. Really hurt us. The guys played darn well. Uh, I thought, oh my god, I'm like, oh shit, another stupid pick. They traded up to get a guy from a school I've never heard of. It's a Division three school. This guy's going to He's going to suck. Yeah. And he's actually, this guy's been really good. I, from what I understand, a lot of people consider him one of the better rookie O-linemen out there. And I was like... Well, yeah, because we predominantly run block. Solid as, he's really good at run blocking. Solid as fuck. Solid as fuck. Yeah. And I remember who else they picked but, uh, after that. But. All right. So so real quick, let's let's get back to the matter at hand. Like, the, the, this... Uh... This here game against the old Indianapolis Colts, we kind of got off topic a little bit talking about Jenkins and the, and the draft and Jason Light. But yeah. th- th- this game, what do we think? I mean, I to me, it, it speaks of just where we are as a team. You know, we're just we're, we're not quite there yet to, to win this. Sort I think of a this. Game. I think this this whole this game it is like a microcosm of our season. We played like a five and six team. Yeah, we did. That's <laughs> that's it. A lot of fucking like probably could have won that game. 
most likely we're going to lose it. That's that's pretty much five and that's what five and six teams do. Yeah. Right. They they should have probably you know the Giants game is similar and that game to actually that one pissed me off more than any of them, including the Washington game. Now when I just I can't stand the Giants. I hate New York fans, and I felt like the Bucks really just gave it away because Mike Evans in that game had 150 yards of catches and about 150 yards worth of drops. So, well, in the Giants game, yeah, yeah. And I hated the bullshit touchdown at the end that made it look like a blowout when it was an eight point game, but. Yeah, similar type of game, in my opinion. It was back and forth. The Bucks kind of hung in there. It looked like for a while they were going to get it, and then they just could not quite get over the hump. Meanwhile, the Dallas game, you know, was also ugly. That one they did win. Uh, what was the game? The Atlanta. We played a Atlantic. lot of ugly games. We we've we have the, we've won some ugly games. We've lost some ugly games. But right, and that's what five and six is. I do, you know, yeah. hey, I will be disappointed if after this, it's one of their five games left. So if they ended up. I would like them to go eight and eight. If they go seven and nine, they go two and three down the stretch. And you look at who they're playing down the stretch. I'd be a little disappointed with that. So, you know, I don't see. Uh, I guess I'm like one notch below you because uh, two and three, I'd be okay with. If we went, if we went one and four, I'd be pretty upset because yeah. oh, I think I think we're better than one and four the rest of the way. We are, and you can't. I really don't want to. Don't lose. Please don't lose. I really want to sweep them. We haven't swept the divisional opponent since. Well, we haven't swept the Falcons since 2007. I know that. So, and I really hate those fuckers. I've hated them for a long time, uh, more than any other team in the division. In fact, um, it's so funny. Everybody uh, has a different team. I hate the fucking Saints. Kyle hates the Panthers. Hate the Panthers. Uh, it's oh, just... I hate Paul too. But I've always hated the Falcons the most. I hated the whole way that they they basically kind of ciphered Rich McKay away. They couldn't wait till the season was over. They had to have him. And oh yeah, I remember that. Arthur Blank looks like a creepy uncle. Uh, Michael Vick, all that <laughs> crap about how great he was. They got Matt Ryan, and he's a lily white little fucker, and they're, uh, you know, he's really not that great. But you know, uh, I don't know. They Roddy White's a fucking asshole, and his his, his IQ is below the Mason Dixon line. Um, yeah, yeah when your really jersey number's him. higher than your IQ, you might play for the Falcons. Hey, 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 hey. We don't know that to be true. <laughs> I just don't like it, and if the Bucks today were six and one, they'd be six and five. They'd the Bucks could knock them to six and six. Hey, if the Bucks win, at least it keeps the dream alive for at least another week that they're still in playoff contention. Because hey, if they win the game, no matter what happens elsewhere, at worst, they'd be one game out of wild card spot and they get the tiebreaker. So don't lose this game, and we'll see what happens after that. You know, it's not going to be an easy game. Um, Atlanta's been playing lousy, but the more games in a row a team loses, it kind of makes me even more nervous. But uh, that first game against them was a game where we probably, you could make the argument that we probably should have won the Washington game or the Giants game, and we should have lost that one. So that's how it goes. But, hey, you have a chance to sweep them, sweep them. You have a chance to sweep the Saints, too. At least sweep one of them. I'll, uh, I'll say that. I'm keeping my expectations low. Uh, if we, if I think we should beat the Falcons this week. We definitely should, but, you know, I'm kind of just like, eh, we'll see. I'll be disappointed if we don't win it because I just, yeah. you know, now I'm just at a chance. We're actually, we're, we're a mild favorite. When you're a one-and-a-half-point favorite at home, that means that, you know, you don't get the three for home field. But think about it this way. How many games did you think we were going to be favored in after that first week? Uh, that, worrying about home home field advantage during the playoffs is rich people problems. Yeah, we, we don't have rich people problems right now. <laughs> No, no, I mean that we're actually we're a one-and-a-half-point home favorite, which means you're kind of not a favorite because three points is what you get for home field. But the fact that the Bucks are actually favored in another game 
I mean, how many games did you think we'd be favored in this year after that week one game? Maybe two, I think. Jackson, I would say yeah, Jacksonville. Jacksonville and Washington. Jacksonville yeah. And <laughs> yep. <laughs> and here we are. I don't even think we were favored in the Washington game. And here yeah, they, we are they playing Atlanta, who is, you know, they were 6-1 and one or 6-5. and five, But still, I mean, it's a team that you, I think we were a huge underdog last time. And we're a home favorite against them. So Fuck yeah. Yeah. I can't, it's shocking. So that shows how far we've come, I think. And I've got to say this as much as I've blasted him and he deserves to be blasted, um, he got to, if we're going to blast him when things go bad, I got to give Lovey Sisson credit here. I mean, you know, after that Washington game, I thought the team's going to totally fall apart. In fact, I thought they were going to lose almost every other game after that. He totally crumbled. And they've actually, he said, well, it was a, that was a scar. And it was a turning point that for was our a deep football scar. team. Is that a good impersonation? It was, it's uh, actually been a turning point for our football team. Football. Since then, they won the very next week. I thought the Falcons were going to put up a 50 spot the next week. And, you know. You and the rest the, of the fans. Why wouldn't you? I mean, I figured they were going to be completely and totally dejected and, and not win another game or maybe win one more, one courtesy game. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the, the indie game, I would. I thought we had a good chance to win it. We had a chance. The Colts, you know, are they 6-5 now? Hasselbeck's 4-0. They're a good team at home. I don't think they've lost many home games back. They pipe in crowd noise, too. So, you know, I mean, I was disappointed we lost. But if you're going to lose one, I figured, all right, Dogs. lose that game. And, uh, but, you know, hopefully you can take care of home field. Which the Bucks have actually won two home games this year. Oot. That's not now. Let's win another one. Don't Fuck yeah. Them. Don't look now. It's only now. We just won two home games. Um, Andrew. Andrew. Where, where can people find you? At Andrew at Twitter. Well, there's more than that. So, Andrew, why don't you give everybody your official at Twitter? Oh, at A underscore Captain 83. Make sure you get the underscore in there because there's some other guy who really knows. He's just an who, asshole. He's a fucking asshole because he's jealous of me. Yeah, um, A underscore Pat's in 83 is where you can find me. Um, my goodness, I, I tweet. Uh, I really don't care if I offend some people. There are some nice people on there, and if I them, I apologize. But there's very <laughs> few of those people out there that I will do that to. If I say to someone, look, you're a fucking asshole or you're being an asshole, I'd probably mean it. So. Well, I'll say this much. Friends of the podcast, which Andrew definitely is, if you're looking for a funny tweet or funny follow, fo- follow uh, a Katzman eighty three. Hey, he's the chaotic good of the of the uh, of the Tampa Bay fan base. That's what I say. Yep. If if the if the Joker happened to be wearing blue and white and pewter and red and sunshine yellow, apparently he he would look like Andrew. Yeah. And, yeah. I, and I do like to, and, I, and I'm not a fashionista, but I do like to combine all three teams as much as I can. Um, <laughs> so I, you know, I've got all the. You know, if you've ever seen my hat, my I don't collect hats per se, but 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 I do have the uh, I have that funky Florida hat. Kyle, you saw me wearing it that day when my saw car you. broke. Remember when you saw me? I did. That lighting on. I have a raised version of that hat too, and I also have a Bucks thing with the state of Florida in it. But I, you know, I, I try to you know support them all as much as I can, uh, all three of them, and yes, I will. I'll fight for our teams and especially our fans, and I will tell you this. When the day comes, and this day will come, gentlemen, that the Rays get their new stadium, 
and we will be here for 60, 70 more years, long after I'm buried. Yeah, the day the fact Damn. gets announced that the Rays get the new stadium, I'm going to be the biggest asshole troll to everybody who says we don't deserve a team. I'm going to find every single motherfucker out there that said we should move or that we don't deserve a team, and I am going to be an asshole, and they are going to be so annoyed by me, and I am going to just love it. <laughs> and will come. And Kyle, I know you're going to be right there with me. I'm going to be right there fucking with you. Yep. I can't wait to rub it in these fucking assholes' face. That's right, because, you know, it's not even that. Someone gets to the point where it's like you stop even thinking about for a minute, like, what's going on on the field, because they're so, they're so obsessed with the fact that we're going to lose our team that when it happens that we keep, we know we're going to keep our team and we're going to keep them for decades and decades and decades, that's our victory, no matter what happens on the field. They can lose 100 games. What would you, preach! What would you call those people that, that want to see us lose our team? Special kind of asshole. A special kind of asshole. Yes. I was, right. whole, I was waiting that whole interview for that. That is uh. exactly like, let's just say, for example, that someone goes up to a four-year-old or a young kid and takes their teddy bear away and laughs. It's the same thing. Yeah, you're just a would, jerk. Thing, Andrew. It is the same thing. Same thing. The same exact principle. Who would take a teddy bear from a kid or taking candy from a baby? Which I, I mean, taking candy from a baby, you're probably doing the, the baby a favor. The mom's probably happy, even being healthy. But if you take a teddy bear from a kid, I mean, it's the same thing as wanting a, someone to lose their team. It's like wanting a kid, a, a good behaved kid, it's to lose their That's teddy a straight bear. up so, jerk move. Exact. Total. It's special kind of asshole, man. I mean, it's just like, it's just terror. It's just absolutely. Abhorrent, abhor, abhorrent. That's the word. I pronounced that wrong. Abhor, I abhor people like that. Someone told me recently that I, it was, I was saying something that was abhorrent about somebody, and I don't remember who I, I know who I was talking about, but we won't go into that. But All right. Uh, Andrew, I hate to cut you off there, but uh, you, uh, <laughs> abhorrent might, were, might be right where we leave you off on. No, no, that's actually okay because the lightning is starting in six minutes. There you so. go. Well, you can find you can find Andrew at a underscore Katzman eighty three on the Twitter machine. Uh, so, Andrew, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast tonight. Thank you so much for having me, gentlemen. And you know that whenever you need somebody to curse somebody out, Andrew's one tweet away. You're gonna be there, man. <laughs> Talk to you later. Take care. Peace, y'all. See you. Bye. Twitter machine. Uh-uh. Filling guests when we need. Da, 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 da. All right. Yeah, we got we got the lightning. They're gonna start like real soon, right? So uh, to our Mixler folks listening live, we'll uh, we'll cut this uh, short enough for you guys to go watch the puck drop. Um, to recap, recap, hundred million dollars going into Ray J. Fuck yeah, might be. Uh, They're not taking games away from us, you sons of bitches. Yeah, so that's a minor victory. Minor D- victory. David Price is a fucking Red Sox. Fuck him. Surprisingly, good for him. Surprisingly less anger than I thought we yeah. would have on this podcast. Still, good for him. Bucks lose a close one, but we kind of called it. Yeah. <laughs> Me. Uh, we'll, we'll, Hopefully we don't lose this week. I, I'm going to call a win. Hey, I, think, we, I think we win this week. Hey, if we lose, I more or less expect to get. But I want us to win so bad. I really want us to win. I don't know. I'm calling six and six because it seems like a very buck thing to do to, to lose a game that's winnable. And then we're going to win a game that's probably losable. <laughs> that's what we do. Quarter of the podcast. I don't know. I've had a couple. Uh, Tampa Bay Lightning. Get your shit together. Steve Dumeg had a listener. He had a listener, <laughs> someone um, with a b- enough balls and money to call him. <laughs> right now, All right. yeah, right now, <laughs> I, got, I got a message from 
old Morty to the to the lightning. Yeah. Morty, this- you have to help me. Summer, he's happy. I'm happy. Is that why you're doing this? You don't want me and Rick to be happy? No. Well, then get your shit together. Get it all together and put it in a backpack. All your shit. So it's together. And if you got to take it somewhere, take, take it, somewhere, it somewhere, you know? Take it to the shit store and sell it. Or, or put it in a shit museum. I don't care what you do. You just got to get it together. Hey, Lightning. Get your shit together. Get your shit together, Lightning. You know, fucking, I understand you're floundering and it's, you're 500, but 500 teams don't fucking win the Stanley Cup. Fix it. Yeah, get all your shit. Get it together. Put it in Emily Arena. Put it in a bag. Take it to the shit store. Whatever you got to do, just get it together. This is a perfect game for you guys to get right. Anaheim's terrible. You think we'll win next week, this weekend in Atlanta? Uh, Yeah, I do. Cool. I do. I like that. Because it seems like a very buck thing to do. Yeah. Our, our Atlanta's here, so I'd yeah. like that. I like if we. Do. I don't know. Between all right, but I'll say this much: between the fucking Lightning playing Anaheim tonight and the Bucks playing Atlanta, we're gonna beat a team that starts with A. We're gonna beat somebody. God damn it! All right, we gotta get out of here. It's late. I'm drunk. Really? Lightning are gonna be playing. Well, I'll take a shot. Uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, uh, you can go to www.sharkdropper.com to check out any and all of our podcasts. They are all there for your enjoyment, for your consumption, for you to, for you just to, to, to imbibe. They're all there for free too. So uh, imbibe on our podcast. Um, you know, tis the season. It's December now. Finally, don't want to date the podcast, but it's December. Um, if you guys have any holiday shopping to do, go to www.sharkdropper.com first because we have an Amazon link at the top of our website. And uh, yeah, just go there, click on that, and do your Amazon shopping as per usual. And we get a little bit of it, and we have no idea what you bought. So you can buy a bunch of sex toys and and all that crazy shit, and we have no idea. We just appreciate your money. Yeah, we just, we just appreciate all that shit. Also, if you go to SharkDropper.com and you check out the uh, the homepage, next to the home button, there's a button that says Patreon. Uh, if you want to hear all of us... Oh, wait, hold on. <laughs> what he was trying to say is if you, if you feel like donating and being a patron to Shark Dropper, we uh, make a little content... For the measly amount of $1 a month. If you want to hear uh, myself, uh, our our co-host, Jonathan, uh, Robert, uh, who is also on Shark Chopper Studios, you want to hear us all sing at the top of our lungs, Bohemian Rhapsody by Queen, go donate some money oh, on yeah. Patreon. You can check out that video. <laughs> and then fucking... <laughs> do that whole thing. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, that's it, man. That's all I got. Go Bucks this week. Yes. I think... Go Bucks! Solid chance. Go to Lightning! Win. We, should, we should win. If we don't win, this is going to be a disappointment. Hey Rays, why don't you fucking do something in the off season? Do a splash signing. Yeah, trade. Sign, sign David Price. Oh wait, sign him again. Never mind. Two contracts. Deal give, with give him a one day contract so he can retire. Ray. Yeah, do that. Do that whole thing. Uh, thanks to Block Talk Radio for hosting us. Thank you to Audible.com and Amazon.com for sponsoring. Thank you to us. all our sponsors. Thank you to everybody. Thank you to everybody who's listening. Thank you to the folks on Mixer, uh, Marquise Johns, Anthony Strike Toys TB, Stephen Base Sports, and of course Derek Sharpell of the Orcel Podcast. Make sure you go check. They out stuck the with Orcell us Podcast. through the whole one. That's cool. Check out his whole Survivor Series thing. I know that shit just happened. And a whole new stable just occurred. I don't know what it is, but that's that's, that's a thing. So you know, if you hear us uh, or if you see us on Twitter, 
Hey, favorite it. Favorite it. Not that not that hard. I'm I'm Kyle WOTB. He's Inkman WOTB. This has been more of the Bay. I'm Kyle. I'm Nick. And I guess we'll see you next week after the Bucks win, right? Yep. Yeah, buddy. seconds till shark drought. Five, four, three, two, one. Drop the shark. Go, go, go. The following podcast is a Shark Dropper Studios production.